people may be hyped out about this because it has been delayed and I haven't talked about it on the podcast, but welcome back to During Business Hours. I'm Christopher. And I'm Eric. And this is your show. For you today, we bring the mishappenings of the home visit. <laughs> what happened? It was a subtle, <laughs> subtle Tuesday afternoon when we get a call from a gentleman about a component. We're not going to say what component nor names. We're going to keep that all out of the press for you. A component on an electronic had failed. It's never been worked on, never been touched. He doesn't want to deal with it, and he doesn't want to bring it to the store. He needs us to come out. He's heard great things. He trusts us. Specifically, would like me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the owner of Love to Fix, to come to his home and service this device. Absolutely. What's available? Okay, we'll do Wednesday. You know, okay, we can't do Wednesday. We'll do Thursday. Okay, he calls and reschedules, so rescheduling fee, so on and so forth. Somehow it gets to, what was it, the next Wednesday, where we already had another appointment for another house. I think I was booked full from 10 to 4 that day. We mm-hmm. only do home visits once a week for people who need it. So we choose a day and we say, oh. Some, someone picks a day they need a service on, and then we lump all our services Yeah, we lump day. everybody. We're like, yeah, we're already going out this day because then I can pay for the drop insurance that covers the travel, the range, everything. It's much easier that way. And that way, if anything like this happens, none of the six customers I was at their house are going to guess which one, and you'll never be able to discern, and so on and so forth. So it's a beauty to share this information. Never in my life, and I will say, I've heard some stories. I've had friends work as cable masters, uh, heating and air specialists, HVAC welders, in-home, mm-hmm. handymen, handymen. When a woman gets stuck in a, a fridge or in the uh, laundry machine. And it's always the washer, dryer, the front exactly. loaders are tricky. Things get heated. It's a sticky situation. But unfortunately for me, it wasn't such a situation off the bat. It was, come, I need this electronic fixed in my home. You do the best job. Great. Here's my address. Come, $150. Come on out. Well, when I get there, it looks like it's already torn apart. Shit is everywhere. So I start moving furniture, getting stuff. My own little space made. Prepping a workspace. Well, the customer's daughter was there and decided to walk me to the room. And it's uh, one of the guest rooms or something. Very helpful. And so I lay the item there, take what I need to apart to get serial numbers, model numbers, components... I'm like, oh, looks like somebody's already worked on this. So I go and I yell for the name for the daughter who's now in control because the father is not home. Mm-hmm. Mother is downstairs, beautiful two-story house. Well, the daughter's room is right next to it. The door's been open. I can see across the hallway. It's a very large house. Daughter walks out, and here's the kicker. In full Victoria's Secret, two-piece, I would assume three-piece, lingerie. Lilac. Yeah. This is one of those stories where you're like, Am I on camera? What's am happening? I on camera? Is this a prank? Did my wife set this up? Is this one of those, you know, hear the TikTok loyalty tests? Yeah. What's going on here? 
so I'm trying to keep my mouth upward. Like, um, ma'am. Uh, and she's like, oh, no, 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 it's hot. Air conditioning is not working today. And I'm like, nice. I'm going to take what I need. I'll call your father and I'll go. <laughs> I got to collect these components just, to work on later. If I didn't have kids, I'd be in a horrible situation. Because the just person's like 25, 26, maybe. I was dumbfounded. So I call... The, the dad turns out the dad's already at that moment calling the daughter to go off and scream because the, all the rooms are cameraed. Like the home is in, there's cameras, there's Arlo's mm-hmm. everywhere. We're on camera. <laughs> I think it was, uh, it wasn't Arlo's, it was like the wise cameras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, holy shit. The, the fighting that ensued then all over that phone call, I'm like, oh, I'm take I'm this and go. See myself Just, out. Yeah, I'm seeing myself out when I get down there. The, the mother runs upstairs and you just you hear the and screaming I'm just, I felt bad but I also felt good whatever version of that family's chancla would be every every ethnicity's got a, a sandal you know oh yeah I, I don't know they're they're barefoot so it was a very weird moment but uh it was an exciting one so then I have to go to the next customer's house. And uh, so I'm beating sweat, just like, I don't know what the hell, that's like one of those setup moments. All of a sudden, Chris Hansen pops out and charges you three times your hotel bill. Um, if you don't know the reference, you should watch. Theo Vaughn brought him out for an interview, and he like tripled the hotel bill and scammed Theo Vaughn out of like five grand. Super funny. I thought it was crazy. I really thought this is bullshit that guys talk about, like, oh, this shit happens, X, Y, and Z, so on and so forth. Look at me. It's not really my, my go-to. You know, I dress up a little bulky, but it wasn't it. It was stupid. It was so dumb. Like, so dumb. Mm-hmm. Girl alone, you know, of age, consenting, whatever, single guy, want to do what they want to do. But, like, <laughs> mother downstairs, dad on the camera, girl walking out near nude, and it was see-through. So, Sheer. Lace. Yeah. So immediately driving to the next home, I call my wife. I call you. I laughed. I don't know what uh <laughs> what Leslie thought. <laughs> Leslie was like, "Do you know them? Are you gonna see them again?" You're like, "No." Was it a setup? Like, <laughs> so that's why I made the joke about if it was Leslie setting it up. But yeah, it was a, a crazy thing. It was absolutely bonkers. So that happened. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, man, you guys don't understand. I was telling that people on Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. I'm like, this shit really happens. This could be if I was 22 and desperate and a female living at home with my parents, I could absolutely in that woman's sh- shoes trap some dude and sue the company for molestation, for uh, accosting them, for inappropriate looking, touching, mm-hmm. whatever. You could get into some very big legal trouble as a business owner going into the the home and causing some shit like that. I don't, not my thing. I'm taking big ass ring for a reason. I don't understand it. I don't know why she thought it was appropriate, but it happened, and we're here. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, our pumps guy, we fucking jinxed jinxed it. Uh huh. 
So we've we've already discussed the pump sky, our contracts. We love our contracts. But so we mentioned something. We're like, hey, you know, um, you have a few that don't work, so we'll bill you half the hours rate. So we spelt it out for him. And when we spelt out the rate for him, he was like, what, you're charging me that much for the last 10 contracts? The 10 invoices that I've paid already? Yeah. He had forgotten how much he was charged. Yeah. We discussed the increase in labor rate, yeah, changing like in prices across ago? the board. Right, for, yeah, right after yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. And then uh, what's the drama with Josh? What isn't there? Josh, the uh, his uh, appearance and conduct for today. How did you see him? What did he look like to you? He, Andrew put it best. Um, he came in and he had a, he had big old boots. Y'all know what boots look like, but like, you know how you got a little converses, you'll slip them on to run the mail, run and grab the mail. So you just like your heels crunching down the, the heel part of the shoe. He had that with full high top lace boots just shoved onto his feet. He had, um, some shorts, his shirt was tucked in on one side. He looked like a, um, Andrew was like, what are you 12 or seven? You know, like. A kid throwing on their clothes in a, a sleepy stupor or something came in, hit you up for his check. And then I thought he was going to go work for the day, but he had already called in. Yeah. He called in two days ago, said he had a funeral. Yeah. Something, something serious, whatever it was that he had something going on, a camping trip, something he was not going to be in town for today. He looked fresh off a of bender. Paychecks, payroll processed five o'clock, typically on Fridays. It's whenever the, the last change in shifts are like four or four twenty. It, so, you, you start paying processing at four, you get it by five. That's yeah, yeah. So it's, compliance, it's, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's it's already processed, but it's released. But you you start releasing the funds a little bit early, so everyone can get yeah, the money. Yeah, it's it, not for the paper guys. Mm-hmm. So it's it's easier to give it in between that shift, so people who are getting paid are already clocked on mm-hmm. for their their shift. And people who are leaving get their check. They've either started or you're catching people right on their way out. Exactly. So and I'm like, oh, you can't get your check. You already are called in for the day. I'm not processing anything until, what was it, 3.30? It's mm-hmm. 12.30. Uh, you showed up to work and he smelled wretched. Yeah, I'm having wretched. a bad allergy day, so I missed that. But Dude, it was bad. He walked up to Shania and me. And Shania is the intern for Made by Love next door. And uh, she jumped like, and walked away. And I went, what the fuck? Because he came in pretty hot. Not like not like hot and angry like or anything, but in. kind of fast. And then that's, he was like, where's Chris? And I was like, oh, next door. And then he took off. You know? I thought it was Zeke at first. Zeke's always sneaking up on us. Always. Long nails, long hair, long attitude. <sighs> But yeah, it was not the best way to interact with somebody after calling in for sure. To hey, can I get my check? I can't possibly day, make it in on Friday. Early. But he asked for the early check for Thursday. I said no. A, you've been here less than thirty days. B, you're not my favorite person. C, I can't say that. <laughs> he's not my favorite person. It's not like I'm going to go above and beyond for you and not others. You know what I mean? I can say that he is not the most liked around here. It's not like I'm singling him out. He's just, he's low man on the totem pole. He's the new guy, but he's gone out of his way to make things hard for himself at every turn. So like, it's not that we make any one person like him 
do anything they're uncomfortable with. We don't demean them. It's not always like, F you, you're an idiot, you're retarded. I asked one person recently, and I'll put this out there. I was like, is it possible that you are retarded? Not the best choice of wording. I take that, absolutely. But it was one of those times where somebody kept asking the same question in a different way to get the same result every time. And I was genuinely concerned, like, there might have been something. I just found out somebody had had uh, open heart surgery right before getting hired. So I was like, okay, I'm concerned. Is there something going on with you? And I didn't mean it in a demeaning way, but the way it came off sounded demeaning. I apologized to the kid and said, hey, trying to sincerely find out if there's something wrong with you. I didn't, and everyone gave me shit for it for, like, the longest time. And it wasn't like saying, hey, you're retarded. It was like, is there a problem with you? Mm -hmm. And that's how I meant it. Do you you have a learning disability? Exactly. Is there a disability that's that's going on? Is something you're not disclosing to me? Is you need to learn differently? But with Josh, there is something that I can say, in my opinion, does not sit right to the norm. It is apparent to everyone. He has his own issues, but he lets that dictate his life. So he doesn't really go above and beyond or even to the the level or standard that that position needs. So why would any employer, after all the effort I put in, the side projects, the work, the wasted money, give him any chance to kind of blow off work to go do whatever he's going to do. And then I found out afterwards it was to pay some bookie back to pay off a debt for a tattoo. He's got a weird loan he has to someone. Yeah, to for a tattoo. So why is that my fault? You already, we disclosed this on Wednesday when he asked for the day off or declared the day off and asked to come in early for his check. And I said, no, you can either get it normal processing time or I'll leave it for you on Saturday. I can mail it to you because I knew I was going to let him go after this week. It's just not working out. I've got two business owners have called me on two separate occasions to let me know he's just on his phone out there. I don't think it's tight how the street y'all y'all know each other. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Bob across the street's always like, "Hey, you got this guy fucking with your shit." Out. You know, mm-hmm. he's 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 out front stocking stuff off a truck, and he, he'll shoot you a text or something weird. Well, going he owns down. a bunch of liquor stores and a couple of Chevrons, mm-hmm. and he used to be my his son was my customer over at seventy eight thirty or seventy eight eighty. 7440? Yeah, 7880 is where we were at, uh, Fair Oaks. And that was almost 10 years ago. And so he referred his dad, who had the liquor store area across the street, mm-hmm. rented by the same place, same person. He's like, hey, my landlord friend who owns a place across the street would probably give you a better deal for the same square footage. It's just a little off the beaten path. Well, back then there was a lot more walking traffic. Know, Safeway, everything. They had community stuff. There's a ton of apartments, people saving they, gas, you yeah, know, all sorts exactly. of stuff. It was a lot more walking before they shut down that little park next to Denny's. And then they tore down Denny's. And they yeah, the, that park is long gone from when yeah. I showed up. Four the, or five the Denny's years, burnt, yeah. Well, the Denny's didn't burn down. The they Denny's burned was, it down after. The Denny's was donated to the fire department, who then burned it down on purpose for a training exercise. How low is the value on your property, on your building, 
that the fire department is like, yeah, we'll cut you a couple bucks. It's not low. They paid like $4 million for that lot. That's not, no. Yeah, the county approved it. There was, there no was restaurant wants to buy your spot. You know? I've seen two people stabbed at that Denny's before I was 18. So I'm just saying it wasn't a great neighborhood beforehand, but it was definitely an upper echelon neighborhood. And then it fell down. But that's a story for another time. The idea was he put me in line with Singh, and now Singh is my landlord. Signed the lease, let me get the free first and last month's rent, which really screwed me over because anywhere else would have given me six months for rent. Quite a bit more time, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was like the one in Oklahoma is giving me three months on a three-year lease, and that's starting from the date of move-in, not the date of signature. Also, zero comps, so I don't have to pay comps. Trash, water, sewer, garbage. All on the landlord. He even knocked it down 10% as an incentive to sign it September 1st. So we have our address. We have our LLC is filed. All the paperwork is in in tandem for Oklahoma. Now I just need baby daddy to get off his ass and let go of his nuts. Um, I think his parents have a twist on him. It's it's fun because this this whole thing could have been much easier on the kid. And I, th- I feel like I've given him a bad time. Like I've given Chris a hard time mm-hmm. because Josh is his friend. Because they're homies. Yeah, because everything I do, I feel like Chris will run to him, say something, do whatever. Every every group of two 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 homies we always get in, one of them's always really good and one of them's always really bad. Well, one of them's the better one and one of them's better. Well, Josh got Chris the job. Chris came in, did the whole handshake, sir, I would like a job. I don't have any experience. I'm working a shitty job. I'd like a job. More proper, more to the professional. point. Professional, yeah. And uh, I've never said no to somebody who does the whole, like, here you go. Here's what I want. It, it, it's showing you care even. So that you got no experience. You come in and you present yourself in a appropriate manner. It's going to be better than someone coming up and being like, yo, I like money. I will trade you time for There's money. so many people that do that shit where they're like, oh, you know, I can do what you do. And this is this is awesome. I like you guys. Uh, I need a job. But it's weird because he got the job for the kid and then replaced himself. Yeah. Because we gave him a shot on the inside. Then we gave him a shot at the other business. I was like, okay, well, if you can't do this, go do something for my other store. Fucked that up. Nearly cost me a contract. And then uh, destroyed some material and a machine. And then came back here. We let him do work on one of the contracts we already talked about. And then we had to redo 40 of those units. 40. uh, Out of 85. Almost half the entire thing. Yeah. I did the other half myself. There was two people doing that 40, him and Chris. And Chris was new never worked on anything like it but it's he didn't leave a handful of discarded parts yeah and then he laughed it off like oh no i told you you'd hate me i'm like are you intentionally trying to make me hate you there's a big difference you know what i mean Mm. so it's insane it's the difference between being abrasive and being willfully neglectful exactly it is we've had some assholes work here when they do your job you pay him, they go home, you don't talk to him, Matt. bye. Matt was an Matt interesting Matt was one. a drunk. This is not derogatory. He was a drunk going through some personal problems. Destroyed a lot of property, but made us a lot of money. I'd take Matt over Josh. 
I take third my time father. The charm. That's whoa. Yeah, that is a as a full time tech. Ooh, ooh, that's that's bad. That's bad juju. I'm just saying it's it's he's not the worst, not the best, but Josh is definitely low man on the totem pole when it comes to the respect for the job. He has none, and it just it, everything he does just irks me. I've never met somebody so careless in life. It's and yet the, so complaining about life. It's 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 not just like the casualness because like uh, like um, Chris very casual. Now that he's here, you know he's warmed up a little bit. He, everybody's shooting the shit, but the way he does, like we said, it's the professionalism. It's the how you address things. He does some weird shit, but like he has a way he carries himself. Uh, Chris, did I tell you what Chris did the other day? Uh, yesterday. So Chris was talking to a customer. I was in a mood about something else. And uh, it was, he was talking to a customer, talking about a phone. He had no idea what it was for. It was the, the, the lady. I was, I was in the back office when this yeah. was happening. So not the best way to handle it. Asking a couple of business owners I know. It's not the most tension, loving, fun thing. But he had acted so poorly for the knowledge of the device and the knowledge of what he was doing for the customer that I had to come in and like make myself look like an asshole boss just to save the conversation and the store's image versus a customer comes in, talks to somebody who doesn't know anything, Mm -hmm. acts like they know everything and sounds like a complete dumbass. They're going to leave and say, hey, fuck that place. They don't know what they're talking about. They're not knowledgeable. Who's working here? What are they hiring? Versus boss comes up and is like, hey, this guy's taking too long. He's new. Excuse him. He's a bit stupid, a bit slow or whatever I said. Uh, Yeah, that's a Moto E5. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, 85 bucks. It was very pompous intentionally. And so when she walked out to think about it, I turned to Chris and like, there's a reason why I'm being a dick right now. There is two options. The customer does this, customer does that. They're going to either think you're the victim or we're incompetent. I'd much rather her think you're the victim because the store isn't incompetent. There's a moment in lapse judgment. It's a phone you don't know, but you forgot your procedures. Come and ask one of us, and then you retain that information we give you. That's typically how it goes because you're not going to know everything. No employee knows everything. So it's it was the best option for what was going on. And so the, the customer, as I turn away, she denies the quote and says, no, I'm good. Looks to him and says, don't worry, he's an asshole. And then says, goodbye. Super happy, appreciative to Chris, even though he did nothing for her. And it saved the, saved the day. We didn't get a one star. We didn't get any bullshit. Oh, and this reminds me of the three star we just got. Mr. Mr. One Plus. Mm-hmm. But so, and I let Chris know in between her saying that, that she was going to feel that way. So it was one of those like vindicated moments where he saw what I forecasted because we've been, I've been he through now so sees many times. Why you did what you did. Yeah. But I let him know why I did it. It was not intentional to demean or diminish his work. It was simply to show him the difference between efficiency. Trying to seize the control of a situation. Yeah. Because otherwise it would have had a, a far more negative impact. I just lessered the blow to the store. Then you get people like the one plus guy. I think we went and jumped through like six loops for this. This guy got 
left us a three-star review. Three stars. We appreciate it. It means you like us, but you're not fond of something. Four is like, I had a great time. They're just not perfect. Five is just kissing your ass or way too quick to hit the button. Mm -hmm. One is like, avoid these guys. Two is, eh, you know. Two is more valid criticism. Yeah, valid criticism. Had a couple of problems. They didn't solve the problems as I brought them to them, but they're all right. Three, though, is that in between where you don't know what you're doing. And you're like, you know, I'm angry about a situation that's out of my control, but I'm going to vent anyway. This customer, what, a month, two months ago, came in with a OnePlus 9 Mm. Pro? He was also, he was the one who wanted a OnePlus certified service. So you made the contact with OnePlus to get that done, Mm. and then he hated the price and the timeline. So then he went with our repair anyways. But he was the, he has the phone, it looked like it was run over, front and back, full, full spider web, full crack, no display. And his issue was with the fingerprint sensor not working, which we now know on certain OnePlus is, is an issue with those repairs. Seven and above, I believe. But also his phone was completely compressed, completely run over. It may have been broken from the get gun. We didn't, we wouldn't know until after. Yeah, we couldn't test it until I think the phone turned on. We got no image. It had the teensiest backlight in the corner and then zero display. So it took him a month and a half and then he shares his, his, then he uh, he was forced to purchase a new phone because of our potential failing in this semi, semi known issue. I'd say one out of every three, the fingerprint scanner is scanner scanner does not function post repair, but it's usually from it being broken. Only aftermarket. Yeah. Only aftermarket. It detects something says, Nope. If it's original, it works every time. But this guy, got told all of that and still forgets it a, a month later. And it's like, well, they didn't tell me it'd be nice if I knew beforehand, better communication and the repair was fantastic, but I really wanted my fingerprint scanner. Cause now I can't access my information or whatever he said. And I had to buy a new phone for work. Three stars. Yet if he called us we're like, all right, you know, let's get that sorted for you. We could have just had one plus, do it for 25 bucks. They just replace it for $25 because they know the problem. It's been an interesting week for sure. Mm -hmm. With all the stuff going on. And then the department of labor lady, not wanting to take payments, trying to give me the, you could only mail checks. They can't be pre or post dated. There is no online portal. There is no credit debit card. Cheers, Frank. Checks are on the way. Oh, that's only four grand. So for all of you who are new here, I had a labor case, a previous employee that had in the last, what, two weeks kept messing his clocks up, claimed that he had worked these hours because we used Square Team Plus back then. Mm-hmm. And you could just click in on your phone. I didn't look at any clocks until payroll and you had to process it same same way as now. Oh, you have an error. Okay, you have an error. Okay, here, you know, your clock is five minutes post, five minutes short, whatever. I'll give you this, do that. And that's when we ended up suspending him for a week. And then this kid comes back and it's like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and quit. I'm like, well, we already let you know that you're going to be terminated. Come in for your exit interview. And he hands us this, you owe me 140 hours or something of overtime. 
he hands me his uh, letter of resignation and he hands you his billing for unpaid overtime. So somehow, because I didn't edit that, I just paid out all that money. I was like, okay, cool. Here's your severance. Just paid out your eight days clocked in at full rate. I was like, well, you know, Andy's got his sick time that's left his uh, family, whatever. I just didn't care. I paid it all out. I was like, just never come back. Never. Because I did that and he was terminated, the interest accrues from that eight, eight day work week or whatever he had left clocked in. I didn't care to edit it. I didn't, I could have edited it. Didn't sent it to the lady. I was like, here's the time he did this. Here's what he was paid for. He was paid for it. He declared all that shit. And she's like, oh no, you owe him $4,000. What? Everyone else, every single employee got 83 cents. Post terminated employee. Do you think that you should have got, or they should have got 83 cents with the interest up to 4,000 each? I honestly have no clue how that works out because I did the wage claim with fries. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know the labor side of things, but I know the payment side of things and anybody who's owed money like that for that long would be a full penalty, which is going to be the $800 on top of whatever, you you know, it's, it's the full, and I got no civil penalties, which is weird. No penalties, no, whatever it was. a she said an innocent mistake, but a mistake nonetheless. It was a compliance violation according to her. Yeah. So it wasn't something intentional. I didn't change any clocks or do anything crazy. I'm like, you know, if I hire a lawyer, 2,500 bucks, it's just going to be a spiral thing. So I tried to ask if I could do 12 on-time payments over a year. Nope, can't do that. I was like, I need to milk this No, you have have 38 days to finalize the payment. She said I had three weeks, 21 days, three business weeks, 15 business days. And then it turned into, what, seven days she gave me? And said your appeal yeah, deadline. She, oh, I counted wrong. It's actually this day you owe by. Yeah, so I can't choose now. Appeal deadline is dead. You have to pay. I'm like, well, that puts it easy. Whatever, four grand. Three, it's thirty-eight hundred bucks. It'll be three payments of like twelve eighty-seven sixty-nine per. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's really shitty. Can I pay you over ninety days? Nope, it has to be ninety days from the date I sent the letter. So I have to send first payment. It has to be in her office by August 26th. Otherwise, judgment, lien, business closed. That's an option. Insurance, I wonder, would do you think insurance would uh, pay a closure claim for that? Probably as a conditional for a labor board-based stuff. I think it'd be funny as shit. Cost me X, Y, and Z at $800 a day, $900 a day. Still trying to get the insurance to pay. Since we started this, we got burglarized, what, the day before our first episode went live. I think it was the day of our God, first It's been that day. long, yeah. It's been that long. We've been going 10 Goodness. months, eight months strong, nine months strong. Yeah, November. So I think we got burglarized the day before on some bullshit. And then we have a homeless problem, homeless problem, homeless problem break in at the store during the day, snatch and grab, et cetera. But the problem I'm having with the insurance right now is that they're willfully saying, no, fuck you, it's in somebody else's hands, but won't give me the said person's hands to contact. So won't get on the phone with you more than once a month of wrangling. Uh, So this is Debbie Duquette, the investigator at 
SCG insurance through California. Leave that in, Alan. It's totally fine. This insurance investigator started in January. I went over all the emails. Got back to me in March. March to May, requested more information. May, we had contacted her six times, not including phone. June contacts me, stays in contact all of June, saying, hey, we need this. This isn't right. Do this, do that. Cool. Here you go. Sends everything to the principal, which is the carrier, Mm -hmm. in July. August 1st or 3rd. August 3rd gets back to me. Hey, everything's been submitted to the principal. I'll notate you as it goes. It's been 10 days since. And I have contacted once a day, business day during reasonable hours, to say, hey, I'm getting fed up. This needs to be like quick, easy, send me my money. You're good. We've already approved the claim. Claim is approved. Not the problem. Now, it's like they just want to drag their feet on the payment, in which case I can file an insurance board claim. Now, It'd be so funny if you got the insurance version of a, a worker's uh, <laughs> labor violation. So by their rough estimate, I could seek damages to the event of $1,000 a day. Yeah. That's what I was doing all morning as you heard the phone call. You were on the phone back to back with the office. Because it's like 5% per day mm-hmm. past a reasonable time. If everything's been in their hands from March, as it has been, and they have not done their due diligence, they didn't even look through the first three emails of all the shit we sent them, inventory list, purchase price, bank statements, credit card statements, transfer agreements, wire transfers, et cetera. I had two companies that I do like instant sales with. Instant sales being like, hey, I'll take uh, unit 1397, whatever, I'll take five of each, send them to me, and then I'll net 30 them, net 15 them, wire transfer. I don't get an invoice for that. That is a purchase. That is my agreement with these people. It's just a purchase. Mm -hmm. So it's on my bank statements. Here's the, the tax. If I pay, whatever, they have all my shit on file. I get a 1099 at the end of the year. But tell me why I have to go and get a physical invoice for a PlayStation 5 I bought October last year for 750 bucks. After them having no issue with it up until this point. Up until June, yeah. So there's a gear somewhere that's not spinning, and I have warned them that I was going to call the in, uh, investigators. So now we're at that point. It's been rough, man. Insurance is annoying. Then the investigator, or the, uh, the board of insurance, the people I was dealing with this morning recommended that I go private instead of paying a broker to do my insurance Mm -hmm. because everything my broker is doing is free with the the people I deal with Markle, CNA, Hartford they're supposed to do it not my broker so my broker is saying they're doing it charging me $500 a year and not free money huh Katie Paxa public name yeah. It's farmers. Just the Sacramento. Looking at her. Uh, always here to help us out, doing us a favor. Never. No. Never. That's what she always charging says. me $50 a month, and I talk to her once a year about renewal. Every time I call, I get Kira or Cheryl, and they tell me they're out of the office. Talk about fucking gatekeeping. 
I've never had gatekeeping for a pre uh, prime customer. Never gets gatekeeped more than once. All right, once cool. Now send them through. They need something. Send them through. It's not like they're a problem customer. Problem cut. Co- I am not problem customer. I am. Hey, quick question about claim. I need the number for this person. Send it to me. They never have it on hand. It's always let me get with them. Let me get with Katie. Let me do this. Let me do that. And then I'll get back to you. And it's three weeks later. Insurance should not be this slow. Insurance is a backup for when shit goes south. So it needs to be quick. That's the idea. Mm-hmm. Not everyone could wait for a $40,000 check the way I can. Not in- With how things have been going too, or we could almost be two, two burglaries in on insurance claims now too. Oh yeah. It's, it's, we typically have one a year. We didn't have one 2018, 2019 or 2020, 2021. We had one. It's also the bars we installed. Yeah. So oh, they got good shit in there. They got to put that up. Yeah. It's, it's just been hilarious. Did you see what happened with uh, the FBI and Mar-a-Lago? Mm-mm. Trump got his oh, Florida I seen the, mansion the Trump raid. stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude. My friends were popping For anyone who hasn't heard, Trump is being investigated on a level never seen before for any previous president. It's, I don't care if you're a Trump person, you're a Biden person. Having a former president over something as small as paperwork, and most people on left-leaning keep going at me and saying, well, it's not just paperwork, it's classified documentation. I'm like, well, shit, send somebody down there to pick it up. Because he shared the warrant leaking agents' names. Oh, like they're not public names. Uh, Currently undercover agents. Why is there no? Because they'd be redacted. Undercover report that the president has. Unfortunately, that's bullshit. Because FBI agents, military members, UCMG, everything under... Secret Service, if you are undercover or protected, your name on paper is protected. But basically, he was raided. A bunch of information documents. I don't think it was just documents they wanted that were classified. I think they did this in order to get something else to possibly start criminal charges. Because nobody goes to the FBI says, hey, we got a judge who's going to sign off on a warrant, whatever. It's former sitting president. Donald J. Trump. So he's still former president, even though he is grabbing by the crotch, crazy orange skin guy, bleach dying guy. It's still a president. When you say you're going to go to George Bush and serve a warrant for a couple of boxes of paperwork he kept out of the White House. No, you're going to knock on the man's front door. Say, hey, we need this. Now, there's no evidence that's come out yet about their chain of custody or like how he got it in the first place or why they didn't just ask him for it because apparently he claimed they didn't ask for it. I Everything that says this is sideways tells me that they're going for something else. So it's got to be a higher investigation that they're even not disclosing because they don't have to tell him the truth of what they're doing. Mm -mm. That's why it's an investigation. But everyone's losing their minds. All my Trump uh, friends are like, oh, no. The world's going to end. They're just doing this to evade privacy. And all the, the Biden or Democrats are saying, oh, no, we're getting our justice now. Fuck that, man. He can never run for president again. He's never going to hurt this country again. I'm like, doesn't any president technically hurt the country? I don't care. Every president hurt the country. Yeah. Every, I'm thinking the last six that I was he, alive. He, 
you, you come out, you make all the best decisions in, in theory. You come out as president, you make all the best decisions you can. Some of them are going to be bad. Some of them are going to be harmful. Not even counting taking half money for stuff. Half are going to hate a good decision. Half are going to hate a bad decision. You, you, you need to hit like, what is it, 42% approval on a decision? Oh, polls. Now, We're getting yeah. into polls. If it's 42% people Can saying it's get good. get stripper polls instead? Win. There's got to be. There was, uh, what was that other thing I had saved a reel on? Water it at. Everybody's yard look better than yours because you have never done what was necessary to grow your own. It takes discipline to grow. Dreams without goals are just dreams. Come on. And ultimately, they fuel disappointment. I thought I had the one I had saved, but it was a thing for, I believe, uh, Libs talk or lib talk. So apparently, uh, Eli Ehrlich was uh, responding to Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh being the uh, here go to YouTube real quick and look up Matt Walsh. Hey, what are we doing? After the excitement of my 1,000th episode on Tuesday, tragedy struck. I woke up the next morning unable to speak. I had finally been silenced, literally. The doctor said I had laryngitis. He said it's a minor illness. I should be fine in a few days. I tried to This tell is the him white Ben Shapiro. Be serious medically, but it's serious to me emotionally. I wonder if he really but lives there or that's a squeaks and grunts like a baby pig. I had never felt so marginalized. Those of us in the voice depleted community, VDC, face this kind of erasure every day. Our trauma is real. Our lived experiences are valid. We are victims too. And you can never take that away from us. I will soldier on, in the face of bigotry and ableism. And my story will be an inspiration to millions. The show will be back soon. Godspeed. Hashtag laryngitis survivor. Hashtag SPG I don't understand any of that. Dude, all right, so watch some more of his content. Let's go. Go on. You're going to really get mad. Because, uh... Oh, yeah. Matt Walsh, 10 tips for life from two weeks ago. Dude, it's just right there. Hit the backspace button. You don't know how to nah, use no hotkeys. That's only scroll. Universal hotkeys. This is all I'm saying. Because the holidays can be stressful. But what I would recommend, if you're a man and you're stressed around the holidays... Get married. So if you're right now and you're three weeks from Christmas and you're a single guy, you're stressed about the holidays. Two weeks from my anniversary. Real quick. And that'll take care of it. No gifts yet. It is it is really stress-free to be a man during the holidays. Um, I, I, like, I can't recommend it enough. I love it. And then the, the great thing is, here's what makes it fun, is that um, when everyone's opening their gifts on Christmas, I get to find out what I gave them. You know, so it's always a nice surprise. I also find out what I bought for myself. And it just it makes the whole experience great. And uh, it's, it's really, it's really wonderful. <laughs> Cannot recommend Because he buys it all. For many reasons. That's yeah. just one of them. It's not the only reason. But it's very one. sarcastic in like a very blunt way. So, you know, they say honesty is the best policy, but um, sometimes in marriage, you know, I, I do tend to doubt that a little bit. I have to be honest with you. Uh, I'll be honest about that. Sometimes I doubt so, a little bit. 
I sometimes doubt the honest, the, the value of honesty in marriage. And I'll, I'll just explain why. Like, for example, yesterday, I, I got home from traveling. I was traveling over the, the weekend. Uh, I was in Austin. And for a pro-life event, actually, because they do have those in Austin, it turns out. And it was a great event. Anyway, I came home. A few hours, I, I thought everything was fine. A few, everything looked, you know, everything looked normal and the same to me when I got home as it did when I left, because I only left the day before. And a few hours after I got home, my wife said to me, she said, as we're sitting on the couch, um, hey, so you didn't say anything about my hair. And I said, and this is where the honesty kicked in, okay? This is where I was going to be honest. And I said, what about your hair? And she said, I dyed it. And I said, oh. And she said, you know, it's, it's brown now. It was blonde before. And then I said, it was blonde before? And then I realized I should stop saying yeah, I should but stop talking. I was Pause it real quick. I'm going to say it has absolutely happened to me. My wife dyed her hair red. Paid a, uh, a hairstylist to do it. Love you, babe. And sure as shit, I didn't notice at all. Until she said something and I was like, You're like oh shit. Oh shit. That's amazing. It looks so beautiful. I, I can't believe I never noticed. And then I started dyeing her hair at home for her. So... Salon de la Crise. Salon by love. Yep. That's uh, exactly how we started. Love, love your hair. Oh, love to hair. Love yeah, for too, hair. Too much on the love to. Love for hair. Love for hair. Mm, yeah. okay. Two by two. Two by two. Hey. You're going to work twice as hard. So let's, uh, let me see the mouse and keyboard real quick. I'll show you some of his videos that will really... He's got shorts. I have no clue how I feel about this guy just off of these two videos. <laughs> so you know you hate Ben Shapiro, right? I hate Ben Shapiro. Okay. Let's see. Where's the shorts? Here we go. We started the Matt Wall show in my car. We did the first many shows just like that. It was a low-tech, low-budget, lo-fi operation back in those days. And it was just me in a random parking lot screaming at my dashboard, confusing all the other Walmart shoppers. The worst thing is that no one ever told me I had a terrible haircut back then. I don't know how my wife let me out of the house like that. But eventually she invited me back into the house and we moved into a home studio. And an odd thing started to happen is that people started watching and listening and we started to grow. And eventually we moved out here to Nashville. And that's when things really started Nashville. to take off. Over the last year, thanks so much to all of you, we have become the fastest growing conservative podcast in the country. Uh, one, of the fa- one, of the, one of the biggest news commentary podcast in the country one of the biggest podcasts period we've got the best documentary of the year we've got what is a woman someone who identifies as female you should watch his documentary it shows you how extreme some people are and how not extreme some people are about the question what is a woman To just call that? Is that just, just subtitle? Just Google what is a woman and it'll pop up and. Oh. The, uh, 2020 film. Hmm? 2020 film by Matt Walsh. Yep, there we go. Is fueled by leftist tears, he says. We're saving Abuelas. We're saving Virginia. We're doing all of that. But here's the great thing. 
We're just getting started. We start sad news today, I'm afraid, from the New York... Batgirl gets the axe. We already talked about that shit. ...will be completely shelved by Warner Brothers, a top Hollywood source told The Post. What's happening here is that they made this film, Batgirl, and they spent $100 million on it. And now they're just... It's so bad that they're simply not going to release it at all. Nobody will ever see it. That's how bad it is, which I find quite hilarious. Also, of course, it's a bad movie. It's Batgirl. No big surprise that your investment was wasted. And like I've said before with these female superheroes, it doesn't even begin to work when you have a female superhero if the character doesn't have actual superpowers. I'm the Batman. Shouldn't date women with small dogs. Do you know who that is? No. That's the the girl who went from like the highest, what was it, Superwoman on YouTube? Uh She's LGBTQIA+. Uh, So I believe she's a lesbian or discloses she's either a lesbian or bi, poly, something. Um, And she went from YouTube, quit YouTube, and then started a late night show, which fucking crashed real bad. It did not translate from YouTube to common to an actual whole. She got millions. She gets to do her own thing, but she was the backwards cat. Yo, it's your girl, super girl, superwoman, whatever. She was like the fly girl that was all doing her thing all the time, 90s kicks type cool content. She did a bunch of stuff with Fousey Tube back when Fousey Tube was Fouseyville, and then just really tried to break out in the wrong way. So it's a very funny, like. She went super vocal during that time. Beyonce's team this week had to retroactively change one of the songs on the album after intense backlash for the use of an ableist slur. When I hear lyrics like, mm, yummy, yummy, yum, make that bummy heated, make a pretty girl talk that whiskey till I'm tipsy, glitter on my kitty, cool it down, 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 my pretty, bad, bad, make the bad, bad glitchy, fine, 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 Liberated living like we ain't got time. Yada, yada, ya, yada, yada, ya, yada, yada, ya, bomb, bomb, caca, spazzing on that ass, spaz on that ass, fan me quick, girl, I need my glass. When I hear those lyrics, I am not especially offended by the word spaz. Probably the most reasonable response to a song like that would be to recoil in disgust and to be offended by the vulgar <laughs> stupidity and shamelessness uh, of these pop industry parasites who wish to. Them- you know, the fun part is, he's right. And wrong. It's it's the spaz word doesn't really matter. But the, they're all turning into music like that now. They need just a catchy, weird, like, tick-tock, tickety-tock. It's something. the, it's like the ADHD of it all. You mm-hmm. got to be able to. They're just playing into be, kids' yeah. unwillingness to, to listen to genuine music. You know? Something's too predictable. People aren't going to have interests. So you throw some weird shit in there. Yeah. See, I want, I want. Where's the what is a woman ones? I know who I am. I know my strengths. Because she's a, she's a lesbian. I don't know. Did you get it? Did you get the joke there? The, no, 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 no. Hold on. Listen, 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 stop. Did you get it? I don't think you got it. She's a lesbian. So, 
She only mentions it 19 times per minute when she's on stage, so you might you might not have picked up on it. Lesbians. Lesbians? Lesbians. 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 But, uh, yeah, she is a lesbian. That's the joke there. Some people think it's strange that I would take the pill as a, as a lesbian. <gasps> oh, spoiler alert. Uh, did you... Wait, I just need to stop it there for a second, because this is breaking news, okay? Hannah Gadsby is a lesbian. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I know. Your disappointment's powerful, mate. You put a stand this is just a reminder for men that scientists have now discovered a way for women to impregnate themselves using their own bone marrow. <sighs> the child that can result from those pregnancies are female. So we no longer have any need for you genetically or physically. So, you know, tread lightly. Um, that is not true at all. That's not even a little true. It's false. No way. Not this time. So put down the mascara, honey, and use your brain for a minute if you have one. You actually think that women can impregnate themselves? And that isn't a big deal to you? Besides, if you don't need no man, as you suggest, then I sure hope you don't expect men to pay for your meals when you go out on a date. I hope when that check comes, you're reaching for it every single time. But as we know, classic thing, we've, I, I have never heard of a feminist who remains a feminist when the check hits the table. The How do you feel about that? If you invite someone out, you pay for it. Doesn't matter your gender or anything. Do you think a woman? I I, I don't know because I'm traditional. I'm very like. No, if it's you a, invite someone out, you pay for the meal. Girl asks me out, she's paying. I ask her out, I'm paying. Okay, that's dating rules, right? Yeah. So when it's expected, does it become a problem? Where it's because she's a girl, she needs to be treated. Everyone gets treated equal. I take my roommate Joey out. I'm paying for his dinner. See, I feel like as a man, and this is where I fall in with crazies and people like Matt Walsh. He's, I wouldn't say he's crazy. He's just very, he leans far right, conservative, very open about his views. No, I don't side with most of them, but because he's like super pro-life, everything, you know. And I'm, I guess I'm very more open-minded about people wanting to be trans or um, out, I'll say, than most people are. They're uncomfortable with it, so they talk about it a lot. But I find it so funny when we get into the men and woman dichotomy. I feel like the man needs to be the man, be the supporter. It's for forced gender roles. They're useless. I understand, but that's how I feel. That's how I was raised, and I don't see a problem with it. It's never harmed me or anyone I've been with in my 30 years of life. And I found it to be definitely unappealing when a woman, for me, has tried to take the check or step into more of a caregiver role. I was with one person like that. It drove me absolutely up a fucking wall. It's the shortest relationship I've had. It was, eh, I'm good. I understand you're like good financially, but it's not really like powerful or hot to me. It's not something I'm attracted to. And then people get so offended when you're like, that's just not my type. I'm not into men, right? Yeah. Unfortunately. You're it's not, not forced to suck a cock or anything. Exactly. But it's not, they get offended. Why, why, why are you attracted to women? What, like, I because don't know. Because you knew in your heart <laughs> that that's what you're into. But why is it a problem? 
you get people who will fight that tooth and nail. Like I need to be inclusive and I need to be open-minded to suck and cock. You need to be inclusive to people who Mm -hmm. have that lifestyle, but you're not mandated to be attracted to anyone. I could be in the same room with people. Absolutely. I can say you were of another, how do you call that? Say that you had a boyfriend Mm -hmm. and you were very vocal about all the things you do in and out of the bedroom. Very private, but continue with the the narrative. Yeah. Say, say you were like, oh man, you know, I really got rammed one last night and this, this is like, (laughs) but so imagine you're discussing that appropriate or not. I don't think that should really be discussed at the workplace. So it's just one of those things. So why is that common sense and most things aren't? It should be people, flat people. That's it. You are your person. Doesn't need to be shared. You don't have to talk about your crazy shit. You're not crazy shit. I don't understand, but some people have to be so vocal with their opinion on what they have to do that your opinion is now against theirs, so they have to come at you for it. Fucking cancel me. Like I said, in my opinion, I was grow- raised to like open the door, pick up the check. I do that for everybody. Do that. You know, it's, but it's manners. And I feel like more men, if they did that, would be in a better space than all these like dudes on the internet going, oh, women don't love me because they're trying to be on that hot girl summer shit. Da, da, da. I could pick up, if I picked up my phone right now and went to Facebook, I guarantee first four things are going to be. Guy bitching about a provider or a supplier. Guy bitching about an ex-baby mama. Family member uh, bitching about somebody who's either died or money owed to something. And then some girl saying how she's single because no men will love her, treat her like a queen, or walk on her feet. Or walk underneath her feet. Whatever whatever the saying is, I get Four that. Four out of yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, treat, like treat her like... She's the better than anything else in this world. God's gift to uh, them and the planet. Yeah. Did you just see the weird message we got for the podcast? No. What is it? Be the top entrepreneur of 2022. Hey, hope you're doing well. Oh, you're doing a special feature. Huh? Is it the ones on the Instagram? They always want to. Yeah. Is it a message or a, it's a, uh, are you signed into during business hours Instagram? Yeah. Why don't you ever post anything? Because I don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a DM on Instagram. Yeah, they want us to add a different yeah. uh, account to be featured as one of the top twenty entrepreneurs of twenty twenty two. If we feel ourselves are as an authority and want to establish ourselves as an industry leader. Uh, we're not an industry leader nope. for a podcast. No, nope. so thank you. There's, there's too many, there's too many of you fuckers thinking you can create content and that you'd follow through. Half of you going to put down the fucking mic in six weeks. I'm telling you right now, we wanted to, but we have a little more oomph. Eric's quit four fucking times. I'm just a little bit more like, get out of bed, Eric. Let's do this, Eric. Here we go. You got to have somebody that pushes you. Yeah. Right. Also, this person needs to have somebody who pushes her outside of the fucking, like, this is what's on my timeline on Facebook. Mom bods are hot too. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they are. They're hot. Look at Not her. Not hers. That's Not, hot. But why is it on my feed? 
Because she wants to put it on the internet, and that's what we do as a society. Okay. So, singles event, Friday, August 19th. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And still a singles event. Where are you at? And then, ladies, show us your artwork. So it's an art trade, and, and they're getting single girls are complicated. To go. We just want to hear those magic words, I have food. This is crazy. It's just a lot of any woman near Sacramento, California. This is me. When she says tacos over vatos. <laughs> I always love all the different takes on that. All women are expensive and a little crazy. Pick one in your price range and stick with it. That's incomplete, ma'am. So sorry. And then people are getting really mad at this guy, Khalid, for saying, I'm looking for a woman to converse with, get to know someone who lives in the Sacramento area and around it. I'm only into thick women and BBWs. Send me a message if interested. Now, get the fuck out of here. You look like a creeper. Shave that pedo stash. Look at that. That's fucked up. He's growing it in. He's trying to make it work. But this is, uh, I see more like singles shit from a group that I'm never on. Yeah. Any guy out there that is still romantic and not obsessed with work and money, everyone's like, I'm the last part of your shit, your uh, post. Oh, this is what I wanted to show. So there's a guy that uh, keeps making crazy-ass posts on Facebook, but uh, never gets banned for some reason, which is just nuts. Oh, did you see Britney Spears? Uh uh What's she up to now? You know, I used to be a big fan of Britney Spears when I was a kid. How many people out there were a big fan of Britney Spears? This is unplanned, but I was going through. She had, she had some banger songs. Dude, they're great. Yeah. Toxic is a hit. Just so Humanizing. you know, I was a huge sixth grade Britney Spears fan. I carried around the CD. It was like my jam. I, I was a little boy. I really thought you could have met me when I was in sixth grade, thought I was queer. 100%. I sang O-Town and Britney Spears and NSYNC. Did the moves, the dance, everything. Yeah. Look at me now, Mom. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I was super feminine that year. Like everything was like moving and like, yeah. And uh, there's a little gnat in here that I'm going to kill. Why is it always a random fly in the studio? Did I get it? I'm gonna kill it. You see that? Man against abortion. Man against abortion. Get a vasectomy, shut up, and don't have sex. Yeah. You can be against abortion, it's an opinion. Hmm. These people. Her body, her choice. Absolutely. But then you put it out on social media and attack other people for having an opinion. It starts to piss people off. And I'm starting to get pissed off at like shit like this. That's like, for any, anything and everything. Though. I know, but it's really starting to get to me. The older I get, the more I want to tell people to shut the fuck up. It's like age, tact. You know what I mean? I'm going to be 70 like the grumpy old men sitting there across from you going, shut the fuck up. You're going to be beer. You know? 
Blue says, Matt, I want you to know that what you talked about towards the end of the video, right before the comment section part, you need to continue hammering that point home. As a 29-year-old single guy myself and with no family and never had a father, it kind of sparked something having a man I respect tell me to go have an adventure and live in my car. If you are a young, a young, able-bodied man and you have no dependents and you have no one who's, who's relying on you, then the stakes are pretty low for you. And... Um, and you, you have a much better, you, you have a much greater ability to survive and adapt than you realize. And that is the beautiful thing. And if I can, if I can convince even one guy to make, one young man to make this decision, then I'll think it's a success. You can really go anywhere. Take advantage of that. Go anywhere, do anything, just, just have an adventure. It'll, it'll be okay. You're, you're gonna be making some sacrifices. You're not gonna be as comfortable, but it's exciting had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time, Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. That's why I and many other people I grew up with have cancer? Uh, what? Is, we've never really gotten a clarification from the White House on this. Does the a brain tumor. cancer? Is that something we should probably know? Does he have cancer and COVID now? Well, that's not a good combination, and he's elderly. Shouldn't we know these things? The answer is no. This is how bad it's gotten. That um, you know, the the president said, the president of the United States. Said we, we know he fucks up speech all the time. Really I just want to go to the the what is a woman post. He posts so many fucking shorts. I don't like people. Who Here we go. We have five children's hospitals in the United States telling girls that they can be boys at $70,000 a pop in a surgery that has a 67% complication rate. That will kill me from infection that I can't sue on. We're butchering a generation of children because nobody's willing to talk about anything. From Nugent, who is the true hero of the film, in my opinion, we get total openness. Joe Burrow is the court. Leah Thomas. Next you turn on the TV. Letterbox. Gay guys get the worst. You know, I thought about it. Argument number my dearest. What does that say? You know, gay guys. Transphobia? You know, I thought about it as, you know, a parent. We have two children who are in their 20s. I thought of it as an aunt of, of, of preschool children. And a woman yourself. And a woman myself. And the daughter of a woman. Hmm. I have never heard <laughs> such a shocking and appalling transphobic rant from the vice president of the United States to sit there and simply erase pregnant men. The most marginalized community in the world are pregnant men. And she erases them. You are a bigot. All she not did is say that she was the daughter of a woman. Hmm? That's not transphobic. It's, it's, it's satire, it's please. Satire. It's, it's weird. Like it's, it's, <laughs> See, it's that Ben Shapiro. Like, it's because he gets bitched at quite a bit about like men can have babies and you stuff like this. So he did this. Up here and said, Trans women are women. Yes. Tell me what you mean. What is a woman? Womanhood is something that, just as Ethan explained, You've seen this, right? I have to find because I am not but myself. You used the well, word. So what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what it means? Right. So here's the thing. So I do not define what a woman is because I do not identify as a woman. Womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people that who- That describes what? People who identify as a woman. I identify as what? As a woman. You keep using the word. 
I don't think it means what you think it means. You stood up here and said trans women are women. Yeah, they are conflating gender and sex because on one hand they say, well, you got your biological sex, but then your gender is whatever social construct. But then they turn around and say that trans women are women. So a man yeah, yeah. Who, ha who, who identifies with, the, with the, the gender, the social construct of womanhood actually is a woman. So if you can, uh, you can laugh all you want, but you are, this is a logical problem. You are conflating sex and gender just by saying that. So that's the problem. There's biological sex, and then there is gender identity. Part of me wants to ask why you care so much, uh, because right, it's really right. not that big of a deal. Oh, yeah, can I answer right. that? Um, I, I, I'd, love to, I'd love to answer that question. I, I care about the truth. So, so basic truth matters. I want to live in a society where people okay, care about fine. the truth and we're grounded in truth. I care about children, and this, these insane ideas about too. gender are being, are being foist on kids, um, and that, that bothers me quite a bit. I care about the women who are having their opportunities stolen from them. I care quite a bit, yeah. They are conflating gender and sex because on one hand they say, well, you got your biological sex, but then your gender is whatever social construct. But then they turn around and say that trans women are women. So that's what Matt Walsh does. He did the Dr. Phil and then he did the what is a woman. So he went around asking a lot of trans and non-trans, transphobic people, women, men, what is a woman? Yeah. And the answers, I want you to watch. And he's it. trying to mix. He's not sex trying to mix. Gender. He's not. He's trying to mix sex and gender. In that, yes. But yeah. so he went full open minded. But also full open minded. He seems pretty close by yeah. trying to argue that point. He let so he's so Ben Shapiro does this thing where he's like, if you can convince me, like it's not just your opinion, you can convince me this is reality and a fact, not just what you feel. Facts don't care about your feelings. Then yes. Absolutely. You can't say that uh, biology doesn't matter because Leah Thomas. It doesn't right? matter for gender because gender is a social idea. Okay. Say I wanted to, I wanted to bowl in the women's league. So I, I identified as a woman. It should just be the bowling league for everyone anyways. I, I understand. Up. There's a whole thing, but that wouldn't be fair to everyone because Biology says that men have a greater advantage for physical activities, breathing, lung capacity, blood, all that. We understand. Men are built different for needs and purpose. We're going to be getting into far too complicated of a subject for, for we've already, I know. Yeah. But we've discussed this. We understand that men are different in certain ways to meet certain needs, correct? I mean, it's biology. It doesn't. It's biology. That's. It's, it's just. It's reality yeah. to some people that there is such thing as biology, and the problem he ran into, and in certain, th it's really a small part of it, but it was so crazy. You got to see the reactions from, from some of the best ones, but God, it, the way he handles them is like a less crazy version of Ben Shapiro. He's full crazy version of Ben Shapiro. No, no, no. It seems like it from the shorts I've shown you because they're sixty seconds. But if you've watched some of his things, he's like a very literal, factual, here's the way things are and should be for his situation, similar to... That's, that's an inherent issue with this line of like argument and questioning, though, because a lot, a lot of, of it is right based now. on feelings. You yeah. can't put cold, hard logic to identity. The only... I don't care. And we were talking before about like the don't say gay bill, which is the parent, which parental is rights. bullshit. Parental... <sighs> Parental Rights Act pre yeah. preference. So, like, I wouldn't want my kids being taught sex ed 
uh, before a certain age by somebody else other than me. That's a fact. It's not my feelings. I, or it's not my, um, it's my feeling. It's how I feel about it. It may not be what's socially okay. And they're trying to make it more socially okay because kids need to learn this and or they've done studies, but they can't show the studies. It's weird to me because I didn't get taught that that young and I didn't need it for any reason. The the issue with the bill isn't that it bans or prohibits or allows any form of sex. It restricts a lot. It restricts any and all mentioning of anything LGBTQ in the classroom. Yeah. A teacher cannot talk about his husband. Better. If they defined it better, they'd have less blowback. I understand that. I respect that it should not restrict the voice of people who want to share less crazy things. Cool. You want to say that you're gay? They got questions about gay? Go ask mommy and daddy. Go ahead. I'm gay. I have a husband. Go ask your parents. Exactly. Like, you're going to be introduced to all crazy shit anyway. It doesn't really matter. But the people who get nutty about it is the, the ones who can't factualize the their life, so to speak. Everything has got to be, this is how I'm feeling 24-7. So this is Britney Spears on Instagram. Mm-hmm, Back mm-hmm. to what I was talking about before. So, you, you see this? Mm-hmm. This looks kind of nutty, right? She's feeling herself. She yeah. had a weird fucking life. I understand. This uh, this doesn't look like a healthy person to me just from this video. I have to mute it. Sorry. Copyrights. This is where it gets weird, like just in and out to the tummy and all that stuff. I don't know if he's like intentionally trying to make her feel insecure or if she just feels bad. But like you just keep going and it gets so much worse. She keeps pulling down the pants, showing the thong line, doing all kinds of crazy shit. And then she's topless and wedging herself. Uh, it was all a dream, but hey, I'm still dreaming, y'all. What? She's a celebrity. They're crazy. Th- this is above and beyond crazy. This is just this weird. any different from all the other garbage people spew all over social media. Okay. Um, you get the creepy uh, ghost lady dress, you know? Really pale shins. I, f- I would feel like she's a captor, you know? And then she does this. My girlfriend, when she was 19 and I was 16, yeah, I know, big age difference, did this where she would show off her bikini line. And it was like this insecure, let me show you my tattoo. She had uh, nautical stars in a V, four on each side. Really weird. Okay, like this, I would understand. You're cool, you're doing your dance stuff, your routine, but this is fucking insane. When's Halloween? What, what, what's that have to do with anything? Nothing. You are, it's a you are now topless in your bedroom. Just trying to be hot. Sticking her tongue out. silly. Are, hello? <laughs> yeah, you're going to defend this? <laughs> you're gonna do, just watch the whole All fucking right, thing before you defend a, this, it. This has been during business hours. <laughs> just tell me. Give me. I want the opinion. How do you feel now, Eric? Alrighty, I got plans tonight. No, I'll I want you, your Chris. opinion on this crazy uh, shit. All right, uh, next time on during business hours. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
You write it. You're fucking on cue, bud. All right, everybody. If you don't understand how crazy that is, this is your uh, idolized Britney Spears from 20 years ago, post her home incarceration from her father. All the crazy shit has really taken a toll on her, and now she is attempting to be a Instagram ver Instagram only fans version. Yeah, unfortunately. Hit the like, hit the subscribe button. We'll see you all next time.